When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on? I'm Ellis Williams, and you're listening to a special Headlines edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Here's the latest happening with the Cleveland Browns. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield was so upset with himself after Sunday's 23-16 loss to the Jets that he took one question, blamed himself in a two-minute answer, and then got up and walked away. It seemed like the Browns, who dropped to 10-5, and tried to bring back the Zoom call, but if they did, he was having none of that. Forced to play the game without his top four receivers, who were placed on the COVID-19 list on Saturday, and without two of his starting offensive linemen, including left tackle Jedrick Wills, Mayfield struggled for much of the game and fumbled three times, including on a fourth-and-one sneak at the Jets' 16-yard line with a minute 18 left and the Browns trailing by seven. A victory over the now- 2-13 2-13 Jets would have clinched the Browns their first playoff berth in 18 years considering the Colts' loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now the Browns must beat the Steelers next week to get in or hope the Colts lose to the Jaguars. There's no excuse. Plain and simple, I failed this team, Mayfield said, after going 28-53 of for 285 yards passing, taking four sacks, and posting a 68.5 quarterback passer rating. He continued saying, quote, I put three balls on the ground, two of them that were recovered, and then the other on the fourth down, I obviously need to just hold on to the damn ball. So plain and simple, I have to hold on to the damn ball. I failed this team. We had exactly what we needed to win this game, and I didn't do good enough. That's it. The fumble on the sneak was reminiscent of the one on fourth and one late when the Browns were victorious in Tennessee against the Titans on December 8th with a four of 41 to 35. On that play, a Titans safety recovered and returned at 53 yards to set up a Tennessee touchdown with 28 seconds left. The Browns needed Andy Janovich to recover the onside kick to preserve the victory. This time, Mayfield didn't get saved. Cream Hunt fell on a loose ball, but only the fumbler can advance the ball in the final two minutes of a game. The play was reviewed, but the ruling on the field stood. Mayfield said, quote, I've got to hold on to the ball for a QB sneak. Obviously. Kareem was in the right spot at the right time, grabbed the ball, and tried to advance, but you can't advance a fumble under two minutes in the fourth quarter. It is what it is. That one's on me. Mayfield was irked at the thought of anyone blaming the replacement players for not coming through. The Browns called up Jamarcus Bradley and Derek Willies from the practice squad Saturday and also had newcomer Marvin Hall on the roster. Bradley caught 5 of 11 targets for 60 yards, and Hall caught 1 of 2 targets for 12. Bradley had a deep ball knocked away in the end zone with 90 seconds to play. It was a far cry from Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Kaderil Hodge, who were all on the COVID-19 reserve list, as they were close contacts to linebacker B.J. Goodson, who tested positive on Saturday. Wills was replaced by Kendall Lamb, and right guard Wyatt Teller was replaced by rookie Nick Harris. With all the Browns' top receivers out and two linemen, the Jets easily stopped the run, holding Nick Chubb to 28 yards and Kareem Hunt to just 11. Overall, the Browns rushed for just 45 yards total. Mayfield said, I'm proud of these guys for being able to step up. I mean, these guys didn't even think they were going to play. So for anyone to criticize them, shame on you. 
put it on me for not doing my job, for not playing at a high level like I should have, for not getting these guys to go out and finish the game. Mayfield began his soliloquy by answering a question about the challenging last 24 hours, which included a walkthrough in a hotel garage on Sunday morning at 8.15 a.m. It's pretty much 2020 in all 24 hours, Mayfield said. Stuff happens. You have to adapt and change. It's not an excuse. I'm just going to go ahead and answer all the questions right now. It's not an excuse. But yeah, it sucks that we didn't have our guys. But we believe in the guys we have in the locker room, no matter who it is. That's why they're here. That's why they're Cleveland Browns. That's why we brought them here. That's why we suited them up. We believe in them. And I told every single one of those guys that. He finished it by acknowledging the magnitude of the loss and what's at stake Sunday at First Energy Stadium. The Steelers, now 12-3, and who clinched the AFC North with a come-from-behind victory against the Colts. Indianapolis dropped to 10-5 and and are the eighth seed, sitting behind the Browns on the outside, looking in. Browns coach Kevin Stefanski pulled no punches when asked about Mayfield's fumbles, two of which were strip sacks. The Jets scored 10 points off sack fumbles, the first of which came on the first play of the second quarter that led to a Jets touchdown, the second in the fourth quarter, which led to a field goal with just two minutes and 52 seconds remaining. Stefanski said, quote, We've got to take care of the ball. I know Baker understands that, so trust me. I put those guys in some bad spots today, so I'll look at how I can be better. But we've got to. Can't come on the road and end up minus two in the turnover differential and expect to win. He said he felt confident calling the keeper for Mayfield there, despite the fact he fumbled the one in Tennessee. Stefanski continued saying, yeah, it was inches. I felt good about that. Again, we just can't lose the ball on a sneak. It just can't happen, and it happened twice. With the running game clogged up, Mayfield threw a career-high 53 times, but completed only 28 of 52. He targeted tight end Austin Hooper a game-high 15 times, but he caught only 7 for 71 yards. Rookie tight end Harrison Bryant only caught 3 of 7 targets for 37 yards. In all, it was a tough outing for the Browns, considering the circumstances. Cleveland hopes to have its full receiving core back next week, as they were scheduled to return, assuming negative tests. Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Rashard Higgins, and Kaderil Hodge should all return for the showdown in Week 17, but a string of negative COVID-19 tests is pivotal in them playing this upcoming Sunday. The Steelers will rest Ben Roethlisberger and start third-year quarterback Mason Rudolph in place when they come to Cleveland in Week 17. Miles Garrett versus Mason Rudolph Part 2 will be the headliner Sunday at First Energy Stadium in the Browns' win-and-get-in showdown with the Steelers. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin announced Tuesday that backup quarterback Mason Rudolph will start in place of Ben Roethlisberger in a huge game in which if the Browns can clinch their first playoff berth in 18 years. The Steelers clinched the AFC North on Sunday and are the number three seed in the playoffs. This year, only the number one seed, Kansas City Chiefs, get a first round bye. Mike Tomlin said in a Zoom press conference, quote, Give it an opportunity to airmail a player or two into the postseason. We'll do that. It sets up a rematch between Rudolph and Garrett, who was suspended the final six games of last season for ripping off Rudolph's helmet and hitting him over the head with it in the final seconds of the Browns' 21-7 victory November 14th on Thursday Night Football. Rudolph, who was also suspended a game for his role in the brawl, completed 23 of 44 attempts that game for 221 yards with one touchdown and four interceptions. He was sacked four times and earned a rating of 36.3. Thomas said he hadn't talked to Rudolph, but said, quote, I'm sure he's excited about the opportunity to get to start, certainly. Tomlin said Roethlisberger, who's 23-2-1 against the Browns since they passed on him in the first round of the 2004 draft out of Miami University, is the only player he's willing to say at this time will sit out the game. With the Steelers losing their bye week this season because of rescheduled COVID-19 games, Tomlin is taking full advantage of his chance to rest his 38-year-old quarterback. Tomlin said, quote, there is no preseason game where we're playing backups. 
the vast majority of our guys will be playing. We have one NFL team. That NFL team will play minus Ben and maybe another guy or two. I don't want to make more out of it than what it is. Heading into week 17, there are a lot of playoff scenarios at stake league-wide, but let's focus on the AFC specifically. Here's the breakdown. Teams that have already clinched playoff spots, the Kansas City Chiefs, 14-1 record, won the AFC West division title and secured a first-round bye. The Buffalo Bills at 11-3 won the AFC East, and the Pittsburgh Steelers at 12-3 have won the AFC North. The Browns get in by simply beating Pittsburgh this upcoming Sunday, or if the Colts lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's a few other scenarios like Tennessee losing to the Texans plus Miami winning or tying or Baltimore winning or tying this week. Then there are four or five different scenarios where the Browns tie and one of the wildcard teams lose or tie as well. That's football in late December. A lot of scenarios, but the one that matters the most is the Browns winning on Sunday. They can control their own destiny and get into the playoffs for the first time in 18 years by defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers at First Energy Stadium and backup quarterback Mason Rudolph. The Steelers' defense will likely still be full go as 26-year-old T.J. Watt is gearing up for a defensive player of the year campaign. He's currently favored in Vegas, but needs to stay hot as Aaron Donald of the Rams is hot on his tail. It's going to be a showdown in Cleveland this week, and the Browns are in position to go to the playoffs again for the first time in 18 years. This is when football gets fun, Browns fans. Buckle up. One more important week left until hopefully some playoff football. I'm Ellis Williams. Thanks for listening to this special edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Don't forget to check out the Orange and Brown Talk podcast at cleveland.com slash podcast or on your favorite podcast catcher.